welcome to the Car Doctor Podcast. My name is John Paul, host of the Car Doctor Program, and we have a good one planned for today. We're going to be talking to Ryan Nemec. He is from Lincoln. He's an interior designer for Lincoln. He's going to tell us about an all-new Lincoln, well, it's a... Will it ever be made? Well, time will tell. But it's an all-new Lincoln show car that was out at Pebble Beach. And also, we're going to be talking to Mike Cummings from Garmin about some of the great accessories Garmin has. So first up, we have Ryan Nemec from Lincoln. And again, Ryan is the chief interior designer at Lincoln. Ryan, Lincoln is unveiling a Lincoln concept car at the 71st annual Pebble Beach Concours. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. Uh, we'll be unveiling a concept car. And really what it's about is it's about celebrating our 100-year anniversary, right? Um, and Lincoln's always been a brand about occasion. So this is a perfect opportunity for us to really uh, celebrate with the rest of the world, um, our future vision of where we want to go, um, where you know EV technology, autonomy is taking um, luxury. So this is sort of, this is our interpretation or our um, expression of what luxury mobility be in the future and um again lincoln's always been known for luxury whether it's you know whether you go back to something like uh uh mark ii or you know the latest um navigator uh, you get in a lincoln and you know it's a luxury vehicle uh tell us something about this uh new concept car as far as how that relates to some of the luxury not the technology but when mm-hmm. you get it when you get in it and it, how, how does how does it express that luxury to the person sitting in it? Oh, great question. Um, so really, Link, Lincoln's have always been about creating a sanctuary within the interior space through materials, technology used in proper ways where it's not overwhelming uh, our clients so they feel welcomed by it. And the sense of embrace and feeling, you know, being pulled in uh, by the vehicle. Um, this concept... Um, the Model L100 really is about, it's about going that next step. And we've always leaned into the idea of rejuvenation. So you you go to the vehicle to escape from. I think this vehicle really is an opportunity to escape to something. Changing mindset. Um, we use technology in a new way where we allow our clients to um, be immersed in in an experience um, from sight, sound, scent um, through our, we're using a digital floor we're uh, using new recycled materials, rethinking what luxury materials are, because you know we, we want to um, continue to explore what that means. Um, we also have a configurable seating situation where it allows the clients to either indulge for themselves and really escape, really embracing the idea of a romance of travel, or to have a social situation where they're connecting with one another. And honestly, in my mind, if anything, that can really shape a, a customer's experiences the way they connect with other people. And you talk about vehicle autonomy as part of this. And there are times that I don't want to do anything but drive. And then there's times that the only thing I don't want to do is I just don't want to drive anymore. And how does this concept, and again, it is a concept mm-hmm. car, how does yeah. this concept allow the person in the car or, or, or let me rephrase that is there a way that allows the driver of the car to both drive but also kind of escape from reality and just yeah sit in the car no perfect um yeah no and it does it does actually both those things so 
Um, you know, as a concept, we are leaning into our autonomous technology. So hopefully at one point you can, you know, uh, the goal is you say, I want to go here and, and the vehicle will take you there. But there's a few situations where, you know, you may want to have that engagement. And we've rethought through the dynamic of driving and re a new interpretation of it. And what we actually created almost, we called it the chessboard, but it allowed us, uh, and we have a chess piece. And, and so you're presented almost in a tabletop fashion, a, a map of where you may be going, an indication of the road of where you are with surrounding vehicles. And we have a chess piece, which is actually inspired by one of our designers near Seagal, who was watching one of his kids play with a, a, a toy vehicle. And, it, and instantly he's like, you know what, if I'm going to control a vehicle, I want it to be so intuitive, a, a kid could do it. And it sort of it sparked uh, creativity for the team. So it's almost this chess piece that it that allows you to move through life. It allows you to overtake vehicles. It allows you to um, put that last hundred feet uh, of, a, of an autonomous vehicle. So you may want to arrive a certain way or park a certain way. They also, the vehicle configuration also goes into, let's call it a drive mode where, where all four passengers are facing forward. The chest piece itself can in, then uh, engage into a, uh, it's called a uh, control unit that allows you to control the vehicle with the assistance of the autonomous technology, but really have that ability to manipulate and guide the vehicle in the way you want to do it. But it takes away the stress in the, um, let's call it the anxiety of, of, this, of driving in some, in some instances. Yeah, if uh, I'm I'm from the Boston area, and yeah, there's a fair amount of anxiety sometimes going in and out of Boston. So, uh, I mean, it is a concept vehicle, and concept vehicles sometimes can be something that seems like a pre-production vehicle. But in most cases, concept vehicles, pieces of those vehicles end up in the lineup. Um, is this going to be the case with this uh, new Lincoln this, this link in particular is, is a far vision of our future, but it doesn't mean that we don't get feedback from customers and from people as they see the vehicle and what gets them excited and what really engages them. Um, it, it's allow us, it, concepts are a great way for design and engineering, engineering to feel out certain areas to see if they work, to try them out, to show them to a broader audience. Um, on the design side, we love to explore our shapes and our forms and the the materials like i was saying and, and what those could do and this gives us an opportunity to kind of set that north star and then help feedback um, ideas form languages back into production so is it a verbatim maybe not but it allows us to really in, um, influence uh, the world you know our current uh, vehicles and our future near-term future vehicles when this car is shown at pebble beach and you're sort of standing in the background watching what people think about it um what goes on in your head well i mean it's a little excitement right this is something that as a team we've worked on for uh, quite a long time yeah. so we're putting out trying to put our best foot forward and we really um i'm hoping that people are are have that sense of awe from it it really is a this it's a luring beautiful vehicle um i, I would love if they feel that they connect to the way uh we're thinking about what mobility could be in the future and, um, you know, I hope in general, I think it's just a, a desire for a little bit of excitement and, um, and, and connection to it. Well said. I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining us. And uh, best of luck at Pebble Beach. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the time. And now up, Mike Cummings from Garmin is going to tell us about some of the great accessories that Garmin has to help keep you safe in your car. 
Well, a lot of people think about navigation systems, whether they're kind that are built into their car or the or their phone. And mm -hmm. some people even think that navigation systems, maybe uh, portable satellite navigation systems, have outlived their usefulness. But as someone who uh, this past year drove from uh, the Boston area down to the Fort Myers area and back, I found having a dedicated navigation unit was well worth it, both for the visibility and the idea that I, that I could keep my phone sort of separated from my navigation unit. And with us is Mike Cummings from Garmin. And I think Garmin is certainly one of the best known companies when it comes to navigation. Mike, uh, thanks for joining us on the Cardox program. Yeah, thanks for having me. So um, navigation units, uh, they, they to me, seem as popular as ever. Is that is that actually the case? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and it's funny, you, you mentioned that because we, we get that question a lot at Garmin, you know, people saying, well, I can just use my cell phone, but you know, there's a lot of reasons that GPS navigation is is superior if, you know, you're trying to find your way, especially if you're in a different city or a different area than uh, maybe you're used to, you're used to driving. One of the main things is, you know, the, the GPS navigation, that's what it's designed for. It's, it's designed to help you find your way where a cell phone, kind of a Swiss army knife, where it, it can do a lot of things pretty well, but not, you know, it's not specializing in, in that one thing. Um, and, and also, like you mentioned, uh, when you're on a long road trip like that, your cell phone coverage kind of comes and goes in, in different places, depending on where you are and your GPS, you're always going to have coverage. You know, I, I know for drivers, you know, we have the Drive Smart and uh, just put out the Drive Cam a couple of weeks ago. We also have the uh, the Tread series that uh, is all about off-roading and, and things like that. And, and so the coverage for that is incredible in, in rural areas. And, and then also the RV uh, series that we have is, is really meant for kind of rural areas and, and campsites and, and places like that. So you're always going to have much better coverage with a, a satellite navigation as compared to uh, using your, your cell phone. And the other thing too, is just the data usage. Anytime you use the GPS on your phone, unless you have unlimited data, you're going to get charged quite a bit for it. So, you know, I, I think just in the long run, uh, you're better off having a, a GPS navigator compared to your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so as well. And the other part of it is that my phone tends to wash out in bright sunlight and the sure. navigation unit doesn't do that. And it's a bigger display. It's an easier to read display. And I kind of tuck it down in the, the bottom of a uh, windshield, just, uh, just sort of resting on top of the dash. So I get a good <laughs> visual look at it without it being too distracting or, you know, falling out of a cell phone holder, for instance. So I, I find that overall the benefits there for using a navigation unit. And you mentioned something about drive uh, cams as well. That was something I never really thought of till a few years ago. And I think anybody who's ever been on YouTube has seen some of the the crazy drive cam footage that people do, but the idea of having a camera in your car, especially doing a, a 1500 mile trip to mm -hmm. document anything that could possibly happen. You know, if something did happen, if I got into a crash, the idea of being able to document that I think is very handy for insurance purposes. And you guys have quite a variety of drive cameras now too, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and you're right. That's something that uh, probably in the last four or five years has become just such a necessary thing. And um, you think about the number of people that drive for a living. Um, you know, you're not just talking about over the road truckers or, you know, people that are hauling stuff. 
you know, the uh, the industry of rideshare has really taken off here in the last five, 10 years. And so being able to document anything that happens, whether it be on the road in front of you or when your car's parked or even in drive camp, we have a, uh, a dash cam tandem unit that uh, we put out here late last year, not only record what's in front of you, but also your passengers. So, uh, you know, just peace of mind for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, peace of mind and, for them as well. You know, if you're, oh, getting, if you're getting into a, an Uber or Lyft and you see a, a dash cam kind of aimed back at the back seat, you know, mm-hmm. there's going to be a record of everything that goes on inside the car in case something, something did happen. So it makes, it makes a whole lot of sense for that. And I've noticed, you know, my, day job is I work for AAA and I've even noticed some of our towing companies now are putting dash cams in uh, both in the cab and um, you know aimed uh, you know sort of out the out the window in both directions just in case something should happen with the vehicle that's being towed or again you know if something happens on the road they have they have good documentation of it so they know what's going on so dash cams which seem like kind of a weird thing you know 10 years ago (laughs) To, to me, sounds like they make a lot of sense. And 10 years ago, they were pretty good size. I think the one that's in my car now is maybe it's an inch by two inches, maybe. It's yeah. that big. Yeah. So they're really small and, and really handy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we have the Dashcam Mini, which uh, came out in January. And, you know, that like you said, that one, I, I believe, is about an inch by, you know, maybe an inch and a half or so. And, and you know, you tuck it up the top of your windshield and you don't even notice that it's there. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you know, you have something recording just in case something does happen on the road. There, there's an accident or something like that. And you think of the horror stories of people that have been sued for different things. And, you know, you have a witness now to say, no, this is actually what happened. And having video evidence in any kind of a trial situation like that is just huge. Um, because otherwise it's you have one view of what happened the other driver or other person on the road or whatever has a different view and you know you're just hopeful that uh, they believe what you're saying but uh, yeah yeah video evidence of it is is incredibly huge so no it makes it makes sense because especially in something that's maybe a side swipe or or near head-on collision where you know who was the person who actually crossed the yellow line and if mm-hmm. you have if you have video documentation of that and and you know they said you crossed the yellow line and you said no you crossed the yellow line you're able to prove it you know now mm-hmm. all of a sudden you went from an at fault crash to one that is not your fault and you know you can you can get your car repaired hopefully so you know this sure. all this all came about because one of my listeners said you know what kind of what kind of kind of automotive electronic gadgets can people get for their cars and you know and my first thought was yeah navigation units dash cams <laughs> but there's also kind of a, a you know kind of other things that you can get you know whether they're uh, wireless um, backup cameras now yeah. you you guys have all kinds of automotive and I, I don't want to call them novelties but uh, useful automotive electronics that people can put in their cars and the installation is getting way easier these days right Oh, yes. Yes. And, and that's something that we uh, we put out a new series of backup cameras back in June, uh, BC 50. And that kind of maybe has a, a different use than than a dash cam. You know, dash cam is, you know, more about recording incidents and stuff. You, you still get that with a backup camera, but then also backing up and you don't have a great view. 
if you have a, a navigator with that, you know, in, in a lot of cars, I know that's that's becoming more standard. But if you have an older model or, or something like that, or you have, you know, a bigger vehicle, a bigger, bigger truck or, you know, an SUV or, um, you know, even uh, like a, a camper or something like that, having a backup camera is such a huge thing when you're trying to, you know, maneuver in, into a, a tight area or driving in a city or something like that, where, um, you maybe don't have a lot of room to uh, to maneuver. So, you know, that that's big. Something that uh, maybe isn't necessarily for, uh, you know, an everyday driver, but uh, we put out headphones under the diesel series, which, you know, are, are really made for truckers, but they work with any of our navigators. So, you know, you have that direct line of communication where you don't have to be typing in, you know, what location do I want to go to? Or it's talking to you right in your ear. And then you're also able to give it voice commands um, and connect it to your cell phone. So, you know, if you want to do hands-free calling, you have that option too, without having to mess with your phone while you're, while you're driving. That's a, that's a really good point. And you mentioned, you mentioned the, uh, the backup cameras, you guys <laughs> sent me one to try out and I don't back up a trailer well at all. I'm just, sure. I'm, I'm a, I'm a real novice at it. You know, and, but I want to be able to see on, you know, sort of on the other side of the trailer. So the idea that I could actually mount this sort of almost at the end of the trailer so I could really see backing up rather than just mm -hmm. sort of guess where the rear wheels were going to end up in the trailer just just kind of makes backing up a lot easier. And you even have a, a wireless version of a, a backup camera now that there's there's no yes. physical wired connection to the um to the navigation display, right? Right, right. And I believe it's uh, it's 50 feet of coverage. You know, it, it will connect to a, uh, it, it does have a wire connection, but then that sends out a signal that, that covers you for 50 feet. So, yeah. you know, no matter the size of your vehicle, you 50 feet, you're, you're going to be pretty well covered. Um, but yeah, it, it's, in, it's amazing just how technology has advanced from, yeah. you know, the first generation of those to, to where it is now. It really is. And Garmin is one of those companies, and we'll get back to voice command in a minute, because I was fascinated that, you know, something so small and simple has voice command. But, you know, anybody I think who's ever been in a smaller airplane or maybe in a larger boat, um, mm -hmm. you're going to see Garmin products. Um, yes. You know, they're, they're, you know, in fact, they're, they're sort of headlined when, you know, somebody has a a boat or a, or a plane for sale and it'll say, you know, Garmin navigation, this or Garmin, this. So, mm -hmm. you know, you guys, you guys are um, in all kinds of transportation related businesses. In fact, I have a, uh, a handheld Garmin unit that again, I, I'm not good backing up a trailer and I'm probably even worse in a boat, but I got, I bought a little handheld navigation unit just so mm -hmm. I could kind of keep track of where I'm going and sure. keep track of speed and it's what's nice about it is kind of back to the reason my phone doesn't work well for them <laughs> it it doesn't wash out in the sun in fact it likes bright sun better than being in the shade uh it, it works really well for that and sure. the idea that you guys have adapted to the latest technology with voice command systems where you can go you know hey garmin do this and and the unit responds uh i was pretty amazed with that especially with the dash cam that um you know I'm, I'm a car guy so if i see an interesting car by the side of the road you know i'll tell i'll tell garmin to take a picture of it 
Yeah. Well, and, and it's amazing too. I, I just started working for Garmin here about three months ago and just the number of places that you see where, you know, we have navigation or we have coverage or we have, you know, even sponsorship or things like that is just, it, it's pretty incredible. Um, a, a, about a month ago, my fiance and I uh, went on vacation in Chicago and we did a, uh, one of the boat tours and sure enough, you know, we sit down and look up and, you know, there's a big Garmin sign on there saying this boat is, you know, navigates by a Garmin system. So um, it's it, we do a marketing meeting, too, uh, once a month. And, you know, just the the diversity of the company, because, you know, not only uh, marine and aviation and, and automotive, like we talked about, but, um, you know, we have uh one of the things that we're really popular for are the fitness watches and, you know, the different athletes that, that use Garmin products and um, even just, you know, outdoorsmen too, or uh, outdoors people, I should say, uh, you know, hunters, fishermen, and people like that, that, uh, you know, find their way with, with the Garmin is we're, we pretty much run the spectrum with, uh, you know, different interests and stuff throughout, uh, throughout the world. Yeah. And some of you, some of your units are, are, pretty tricky where you're looking at the navigation and it and it sort of like you know it says okay turn right and there's a all of a sudden an arrow appears on the screen that tells you to oh this is the intersection you need to turn um mm -hmm. you know some of your portable units are are certainly more sophisticated than some of the units i've seen in brand new cars oh sure and you know the even just like having the uh, the directions i, I have a, a drive smart in, in my car and you know it it'll say like at the second light be you know beyond the post office or something like that right. so it, it gives you actual directions rather than in 200 feet turn you know which is kind of i guess what we're used to with uh the apple maps or yeah. or with the yeah. uh, the google maps or whatever so um just having that extra you know direction or whatever is is important too yeah yeah and and the other thing you know we have to talk about with navigation is updating and um mm -hmm. and kind of based on a uh Department of Transportation mandate, a lot of exit numbers are being, you know, they're all being changed to match mile marker numbers. And how is Garmin handling doing some of those, doing some of those updates so people's navigation systems are sort of up to date or as far as updating goes, you know, as roadways change? Yeah. So in, in real time, you know, when there's construction and, and things like that, if you were connected to your phone, uh, your navigation is going to be able to tell you like, hey, there's, you know, heavy traffic here or there's, uh, a different exit or an exit's closed or whatever. So, you know, for that, uh, you know, which, which I guess is smaller for, you know, the bigger scale ones, we offer uh, updates throughout the year. You know, it, it's probably once every three or four months, I'd say mm -hmm. um, you know, most of the maps you can download a, a newer version of. And, and of course that's all free. Um, if you go to Garmin Express, you know, and it, it services basically all of our, our products, you know, even if you have a, an older, you know, I, I had a new V actually when, when I first moved to Kansas City, um, it was really dating myself, but, uh, you know, I, I can still update that and uh, get maps for that and everything. So it's, yeah, it, it you, you buy the, uh, the unit once and for most cases, you're not paying a subscription fee or anything, you know, unless you're really getting into specialized stuff. So, yeah, um, no, but no. for a, 
everyday driver, you, you don't have to worry about that. No, it makes it makes it, it makes a lot of sense. And, and and to be able to stay up on it and be able to be visible. And also, you know, finally, before I let you go, you know, one of the things that, you know, somebody came to me once and they said they um, they they were a very nervous driver. They were always afraid to get lost. And, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody else wrote to me and said, you know, what can I get a new driver? And I suggested navigation, a navigation unit. And some people <laughs> said, oh, well, you know, you, you, well, you're putting something in somebody's car that's going to cause a distraction. And I responded back, no, it's actually the idea of having that kind of calm voice uh, guiding you to where you want to go can actually mm-hmm. minim- minimize distractions and make you a safer driver. Yeah. And and I'm at the age where I have a lot of friends that are, you know, their kids are, you know, becoming teenagers and becoming new drivers and everything. And, you know, you think about trying to drive and, and granted, I had a different experience because I grew up in a, a smaller town, but uh, mm-hmm. you think about driving in a big city if you're 15, 16 years old and, and just how intimidating that is. But if you have a navigation system in the car with you, you know, it's going to tell you and you make a wrong turn or whatever. It takes a couple of seconds to find the satellite. It'll tell you how to get out of there and get back to back to where you want to go. And, and I think as a parent, it just it gives you peace of mind to, uh, you know, to know that your kid's not going to get lost uh, with with a navigation system like that. Yeah, it to me to me navigation can really help people who who get a little bit confused, who you know can't mm-hmm. you know can't always find exactly exactly where they where they want to be and and what the, it just to me it makes sense. And again, the idea that you're not using cell phone data, you're not you're not right. having to worry about that. And you know, I found that and and you pointed it out that you know there are places that are just dead zones for for. Um, cell phones but mm-hmm. gps is generally going to work you know just about any place except inside a tunnel maybe right right yeah where, where you're not getting satellite coverage yet right. and more, more than likely there you're not going to get a cell phone signal either so yeah there's always going to be a couple spots that are, are troublesome but uh, you're going to have much better coverage overall with the gps compared to a cell phone yeah it, it, it really i think just for people that are that are looking for kind of a way to be able to get around to to do to do things like this but are there also are there also navigation units that are specifically designed for truck drivers yes so we and and that's one of the things i think that uh, people don't realize is um just you know we specialize a lot of our our navigation units to you know we have one for truck drivers which is our diesel series uh we have one specifically for if you have an rv or or you know, a camper or something like that, the RV series. We have a the tread series, which is for, you know, more off-road kind yep. of side-by-side vehicles and, and stuff like that. And then we also have the the Zumo series, which it kind of specializes uh, for motorcycles. So, you know, and, and each, you know, navigation system is similar, but they have different features that, you know, kind of cater towards those type of drivers. Well, um, I, you, know. you know, living in, living in the Boston area, I just want to remind people that, and Truck drivers know this, although having a truck kind of base uh, navigation unit, there's a road called Starro Drive. And mm-hmm. this is the time of year where U-Haul trucks get jammed up in Starro Drive because they try to make it under the bridges and they just don't fit. So, right. you know, even though your navigation system may want to point you down Starro Drive, uh, read the signs that tell you about the height limitations. So or yes. or, or for truck drivers, get the get the get the truck. Uh, map-based uh, navigation units you're going to be a lot better because of it so i i know right. i know the idea of reading paper maps is uh is almost kind of a lost art with navigation units 
and I don't know the last time I opened up a paper map and I can yeah. I can literally get them by the case. So um, the idea of having navigation makes a whole lot of sense to me. Hey, Mike, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining us on the Car Doctor program. Thanks for having me, John. Before we let you go, uh, one more thing. How do people find yeah. out more about Garmin? Where do they go? I'd, I'd say go to our website, Garmin.com. You know, we have uh, all of our products right there uh, sorted by category. Um, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, uh, we have a, a blog and a newsroom and just different videos and, and things like that to watch uh, everything in use. So, yeah, Garmin.com is uh, your one stop for everything. Garmin.com. Mike, thanks for taking a little time out of your day. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, John. Well, that's all for now. Remember, tune into the Car Doctor radio program live every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock on WATD. If you want to listen online, it's 95.9 WATD. And until next time, make sure you're wear your seatbelt, be good to your car, drive safely, and if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives. <laughs>